Hello, welcome to another episode of Real You, Real Money. I am Ray Dodd, a money coach, of course, and it is really lovely to have you here. Today's episode is an episode that I hope you will save, come back to when you are in when you are having a money wobble, when you're having a business wobble, when you're finding yourself feeling all the feelings, I hope you come back to this, treat it like a pep talk, like a moment to remind yourself who you are and why you're doing what you're doing, but also to normalize what you're feeling. So at the moment in plenty, we are partaking on a money-making quest So some of you will know this about me, but I'm really into fantasy fiction, like dragons and all that stuff. Love a dragon. And so the theme of Plenty in 2023 is that we are setting the aim, setting the intention to double our incomes. And I wanted us to start the year with some a real evidence building activity that would prove that we could do this that the people in the group have got this, that they could step into some really beautiful action in their money making. And so I came up with this idea of what is often called in the coaching world a challenge, but I hate the word challenge. I think it sounds like really hard work and it sounds like we're going to have to like really like hustle and grind and all of that sort of stuff. And so I was just Googling synonyms. I spend a lot of time looking up synonyms for challenge and one of the words I saw was quest and I was like wait a quest sounds like something that goes on in Lord of the Rings that makes me very excited so I mentioned it to the plenty people the wonderful plenty people on a call and they were like yes let's call it a quest so February is our money making quest month we actually were in prep week last week and we're kicking off the action this week there's a real focus purposefully from my end on us looking at the things adjacent to making the money so we call them alternative markers of success things that you are going to do that are not just making the money and we're spending a lot of time focusing on that but nevertheless it's bringing up a lot of feelings for people it is amazing what happens when or or the strength of feeling that can occur when we even just decide or acknowledge that we have a desire acknowledge that we're going to set the goal that we're going to make more money that we're going to step outside of what we have been conditioned to accept as possible for us when people do that when when I do that when I'm sure when you do that the strength of feelings that can come up is really high and it's really interesting that different numbers can do that like you might be fine let's give some examples of like okay Maybe you're earning four or five grand a month and you think, well, seven grand, cool. But 10, suddenly it brings up a lot of stuff. Similarly, with some one-to-one client who are really, have really stepped into new expectations for themselves, but also, and this is true in plenty as well, not just new expectations. On the back of those expectations, they are also experiencing new experiences when it comes to their money. They are receiving more money. And as they step into these feelings of, okay, I want to expect this. I want this to to expect that this is coming to me. I'm going like, not just for a month, like month in, month out. It brings up a lot of stuff. And I'm in plenty, and with my one-to-one clients, I'll often, and with Real You, Real Money, my group program, I'll often get messages from people just being like, oh, 
I can't, I, I don't, I can't do this. I've got so many feelings about how this isn't for me, how I'm not going to be able to sustain it. However, it shows up, you know, there's lots of different ways that your very protective brain, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, your very protective brain tries to protect you. I was describing it to a client the other day as like a sibling that knows exactly what to say to you to shut you down. Like they know your weak spots, they know what bothers you. And the protective part of your brain is very similar to that. It knows what to say to make you stop. Just like when, you know, I've had this situation with my kids where when they were younger, they'd go to cross a road and I don't have time because it's an emergency situation. I don't have time to go to them and be like, hey, darling, don't cross the road like that. Blah, 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 blah. I have to just go, hey, stop. And the shouting, and I've seen it on their delicious little faces, the shouting scares them. And they sort of, that's what makes them stop. And they might cry because they feel like they've been told off in that moment. But I have to do something in that moment to stop them because they, my belief in that moment is that there is potential for harm for them. And obviously there is when they're about to cross a road without even looking and just toddling across. So when you step out of your conditioning, when you act against it, wobbles, emotional feelings emotional breakdowns even are to be expected we pathologize them and make them something that they are not we make them mean that we're not doing this properly that we're too emotional for this that we can't do this that we are oh just so many thoughts and feelings come up but actually a lot of this is the protective part of your brain that doesn't like change that sees your everyday way of being currently, because it's been on repeat, your subconscious brain just sees that as safety. It doesn't have the nuance you have to be like, I get that we've been here for a while, but actually this isn't what we want. Actually, and I talk to my clients a lot, it's like, your brain will choose safety, but is it the safety you actually want? Is it the safety you were created for? Is it, and and of course we all want, you know, so whatever safety and security feels like for us, and it can be wildly different. One person's safe is one other person's dangling off a cliff. And that's cool. That's just the way we are. We're all so different. But it's still, you know, we still crave our own version of what feels good to us, what feels safe, what feels, you know, right. And so we have this kind of situation going on in our brain where on one hand, our brain's like, let's stay the same. This is our subconscious brain. Let's stay the same. We know this. We've done this for a while. I get that it's hard, but we know this hard. This hard feels okay. You know, this hard, not okay. This hard feels familiar. We don't know. Like how many of you have thought, like some of you will be struggling with money. Some of you will be absolutely fed up of not making the amount that you feel almost called to make not almost you do it's just whether or not you recognize that and you will be so sick of it but at the same time so scared of what's on the other side of doing things differently and so you've got your conscious brain that's like no we want this we want it to look like this we want to move into this space because we know that feels more us shaped more the right space for us to be in but your subconscious brain in the background is like no 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 unfamiliar not safe don't do it And so it's like that parent yelling at you to stop you crossing the road. And it will, because it knows, just a shout, probably not going to work. Emotionally hurting you, 
getting to that really weak kind of weak sounds like mean but you know that bit that's like just so painful it's like a weak spot like a, a point at which if you're jabbed or just touched or like like just if anyone gets to that that piece that doubt that fear that experience you are going to stop you are going to be that kid that stops on the edge of the road and cries and it might not always look like crying for you but for a lot of you it's going to look like crying <laughs> so it makes sense that we are having these wobbles as we step out of our conditioning what i really want to invite you to do or not do is make it mean things it doesn't mean because it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong it actually shows you're doing it if you're constantly feeling comfort and this is not me romanticizing discomfort i think there is a space online and i think this is a real problem actually for many reasons but the way i want to talk about it today is there's a space online that makes out like if you're not on the edge or diving over your comfort zone, then you're just not in the game. You're not going to make it work. I am not on board with that. I am absolutely. And I don't think that'll come as any surprise. I'm sure I've said that multiple times before. And at the same time, in reaction to that messaging, to that rhetoric, a lot of us then start to believe that if we feel uncomfortable, we're doing it wrong. Because we don't want to do go all that way into just diving off the edge of our comfort zones. We don't want to push our nervous systems into an emergency response. And that's great. And if we never feel discomfort, we are not going to move through that discomfort and normalize things that actually we are not going to be scared of for the whole of our lives. For those of you that fear going live or not going live, but being visible, showing your face, if you practice that, you will not be scared of that for the rest of your life. Doesn't mean there won't be some discomfort involved. But I, every time I go off being visible for a bit, I have to kind of get myself back being used to it. But I'm not scared of it. It's a like a mild hump of discomfort I need to like move past, move over. But it's not like, it's not as easy as some stuff can be. Like getting in front of a coaching client, for example that I don't even think about most of the time but so it's not I'm not it's not completely comfortable but I'm also not scared of it so there's a load of things in your business and you'll be able to think of them now think of when it felt absolutely impossible that you would do something and now you do it every day that's something that you were scared of even just starting the business and now you're used to it it's it's something that is completely standard to you so feeling that discomfort, having those wobbles, even if they are intensely emotional, and I want to out myself who can have intensely emotional responses within my business. And I go through phases. I've been through phases of years where it's been quite steady and phases of years. And I would say I'm just coming out of maybe coming out of one in the last year, but I definitely went through a year post pandemic of a lot of intense emotions that involve and by intense emotions I mean intense crying <laughs> that's what I mean 
because we are really stepping out against conditioning and that conditioning is what tells us we're accepted it's what tells us that we're okay it's what tells us that we're safe but it's also what tells us that we will be okay if we just follow this path then we will get to the thing except a lot of us don't fit what we need to fit to get to that thing either in the way we look the way we present just the the shape and the texture of our personalities and who we are the way that we work so many different things so that's why some people sometimes I describe money making particularly when you're looking at the formulaic way that often the internet like online coaching consultancy world promotes it like there's a really small swimming pool and you've got a dive from really high up and so a percentage of people are going to fall perfectly into that pool but a lot of us splat on the outside (laughs) we might even get close we might ding ourselves on the way in but it's it it will work for some people but what works is far more expansive and it's like a patchwork quilt worse of different ways that things work it's an ocean it's not a tiny stamp sized pool so your brain sees something new and it wants to stop it it sees you doing it and this is why I want you to return to this when you're having a wobble I want you to come back and remind yourself I feel this way because I am doing it I don't feel this way because it's not working I feel this way because it is working my brain is seeing risk because I am changing the shape of my brain because I am changing what I believe is possible for me so discomfort doesn't mean we stop And this is so important. In fact, in order to move away from the discomfort, like I've said, we have to move through it. Your system needs to learn it's safe. And sometimes I really want to give a shout out to therapy and somatic coaching or somatic therapy, which works alongside your body and your nervous system. For some of us, we're going to need to do some some of that stuff. You might want to do it by working with someone who works in that way. There are also things like ice baths. I'm a big fan of something my husband has coined vague icing, which is when you ice your vagus nerve. So we get I get a block from the freezer, an ice block, God, it's so cold, and put it kind of on my sternum. And I don't know if there's scientific evidence for it. I don't really care because I find it really calms me down. And the idea is that you're icing that vagus nerve, which is where a lot of the, like the majority of your kind of emotional, what's the word, information runs from your body to your brain and and throughout. And so doing that, icing that, is supposed to tell your body, like just to chill the fuck out basically, (laughs) which my body needs a lot of the time. I realized recently that I, until recently, really didn't know how to be safe in my own nervous system. And so doing something like that, I also, my coach encouraged me to use a hot water bottle on my back. I haven't found, like I've Googled that and I can't see information for it, but it's just become a really lovely ritual of when I find my nervous system is activated because there's differences, right? There's like, oh God, I'm really nervous about this. And then there's like, okay, I'm actually freaking out of it. And when I'm in that more freaking out space, I will go and lie down. My hot water bottle has become almost like an anchor. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do in the summer. (laughs) This is very much a like this year thing, but it's become a real anchor that like that heat to remind myself of like and it really like of bringing me back into my body which makes sense because it's grounding you back into your body so often what we're experiencing in those moments 
like when we get that kind of activated nervous system or we're finding ourselves spiraling or, or freaking out about things or just having a lot of thoughts and emotions about something that's happening in our business or something that we're planning to do in our business, what we're actually experiencing is less feelings about the thing that's going on. And often what we're experiencing is feelings about the feelings. This is what my therapist always used to say. She's like, you're having feelings about the feelings. So it will be, I can't freak out every time like this. I can't run a business this way when I'm always having these like fears about it. Why am I scared again? We find it hard often to stay in the fear of the thing we're doing. And instead we start to judge the fear itself. Our conditioning says that being emotional makes us weak. It makes us unprofessional. That it's not okay to feel these things. Our conditioning shows us, society shows us this very stoic, level, unemotional idea of business. And when we bring ourselves into that world, even though we're coming from a very different angle, we're often coming out of corporate spaces, creating our own, that conditioning remains. That belief that we are too up and down, that everyone else is more level than we are. I want you to know now, and I would love if you're listening to this, I'd love you to send me a DM and let me know. It would be so lovely to share with other people so that people know, like send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know how, if this is something you experience. And so we often fall into this spiral. It's, I'm the only one who's like this. I'm too emotional. I'm too up and down. I'm too scared of things. I need to be more brave. Why can't I find this easier? And on and on and on and on. And it's a spiral that's been prepped for us. It's been created for us by our conditioning. Because someone who makes money is not supposed to include, or at least it, we don't see examples of people making money that include their full humanity. We see these very black and white, 2D examples. And our full humanity is messy. It is emotional. It laughs hysterically at one point and then cries minutes, hours, days later, often minutes. So you feeling feelings means absolutely nothing about your ability to make an excellent decision in your business to charge what you're charging, to grow your business, nothing. It means nothing about it. Money can cope with all of your feelings. And most importantly, so can you. So how do we navigate these feelings or these wobbles? I've got five steps. Number one, don't judge them. You don't need to go into that. And, and I will say like, it's really normal to go into that. I'm having a feeling about the feeling thing but it's catching yourself so you don't need to beat yourself up that you're having that that you are in that spiral but try to catch yourself and whatever you catch yourself the thing to really celebrate is that you caught it like oh man here I go I'm having a feeling about the feeling I off the example I often use for those of us that have um periods and get PMT I will often find that once I recognize that what I'm having is premenstrual rage tension whatever you want to call it emotions once I recognize that's what it is they really chill out 
And I think a lot of that is because I'm not judging the feeling. I'm not, I'm not adding fuel to that situation. And I start to just allow them to be. And while it doesn't mean that I'm not irritable, it doesn't mean that I'm not whatever. Often mine shows up as, as insecurity actually. But when I can realize that that's what it is, then I'm like, ah, okay. Suddenly I'm able to let it be what it is rather than making it more than that. Number two, make space for them to the point that I would even expect them. Brené Brown talks about putting out a chair for trying to think criticism and doubt and things like that. I will pull out a chair for emotional wobbles. Depending what you're doing in your business, you can expect them. There's a real like known thing, for example, for those of us that do launches, day two, day three, mid-launch wobbles, when you're off the high of starting it out and you're not yet in the momentum of closing it up, you can often get a wobble where people aren't buying so much and, and it starts to feed all these fears. So yeah, expect them. <clears throat> a lot of people do this thing where they're like, I can't feel any negative feelings. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're a human. Make space for all of you. Money can cope with negative feelings. You can cope with negative feelings. Doesn't make them true, but sometimes they're gonna hold useful information. But the very important thing to remember is number three, don't let them drive. Because often, most often, they're full of shit. <laughs> they're not right. They're lying. They're incorrect. And even if there's some truth in it, it doesn't matter. You know, for example, oh, not everyone's going to like me. No, but that's okay. Don't worry about those. Focus on the people that do. Don't let those feelings drive. They don't get to make the decisions. They don't get to run the show. And once you can do that again, in that terms of like me, I think Elizabeth Gilbert talks about them being in the passenger seat, not the driving seat. That's when she's talking about fear, I think. In Big Magic, is that what it's called? Anyway, get grant number four, get granular with the evidence that you can find. When you find yourself being like, I can't do it, it's not going to happen. Look around and find any evidence, anything that suggests that you could do it. And what that should not be so for example, if I'm setting a, a goal for a 20 grand month, my only evidence is not that I've had a 20 grand month before, even though I have. So I could use that, but you might not have that. So let's do a four, I've never had a 40 grand month. Let's do a 40 grand month. So I don't have the evidence I've had a 40 grand month before. So what does that mean? What can I look at? Well, I can look at the fact that I have had a 30 and I have had a 20K month. And I can also look at the fact that it used to blow my mind that I could make a thousand pounds regularly. And so if I can make 10K regularly, if I can make 15 and 20K regularly and not really think much of it, then it makes sense that I can make 40K. I could also look at the fact that I am good at selling. Why am I good at selling? Because I love communicating. Why do I love communicating? Because I love connecting with people. How can I make that? Like, how can I expand what's really what I'm really good at? I know that when I get in front of people, I sell. I know that when I connect with them on a human level, they buy from me. Do you see what I mean? So it doesn't have to be the money. You might have money things and you can get really like, well, if I can make a thousand, I can make 2000. If I can make 3000, I can make 6000. You can kind of do that, but you can also look at who you are and what works for you and really dig into that. Show up in that space rather than looking at what other people are doing well and trying to replicate that. Look at what works for you and expand on it and nourish it and feed it. So get really granular and let it all count. 
If a friend signs up, that counts. If they're a referral, that counts. If they're a client from previously who, who signs up again, that counts. If they've bought from you a million times and they always buy your products, they count. All of it counts. And number five, trust that you can hold discomfort. Trust yourself. You can hold more difficult feelings than you imagine because you've held all the difficult feelings you've ever had. You've already done that granular evidence and so if you can let yourself hold this wobble be in this wobble it will pass more quickly trust that you might have had a bad month earnings wise last month you can make that money in a day that money and more in a day your business can turn around in a moment and yes you need to be putting in the work of course you do but allow yourself to have those feelings when you have them knowing that they will pass and like I said, save this episode, send me a message, let me know how this sits for you. If you're looking for support in how you're making money in those wobbles, in really being able to hold the tension of moving from one space to another in your money making, if you're wanting to up the money you're making, if you're really want to, wanting to step into and own your space, I have one-to-one -one spots available right now. So you can send me a message, we hop on a call, see if we're a good fit for each other, by the way, because I might not be a good fit for you. Although if you're listening and you like me, probably will. Um, have a chat and let's see what we can do for you. All right. Thanks for listening. I'll speak to you soon.